Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Kemaford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy to use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, outengage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. How to stop workplace bullies in their tracks. The VP of finance constantly interrupts and actively prevents others from speaking in meetings. He scoffs when they share ideas or make suggestions. A managing director at a financial services firm publicly trashes another director's new strategy, tearing it apart without having the domain expertise to truly understand what she is saying. The lead software engineer makes snide remarks about the product development process during team meetings. He publicly denounces the marketing team too. What do these three have in common? They're bullies. Bullies are scary, shocking, embarrassing, and far too often tolerated in the workplace. Why? Because we don't want to have to deal with them. We don't want the attack, the conflict, the discomfort. So we either pretend they aren't wreaking havoc or we grit our teeth and tolerate them. It's time to stop. Here's how we let bullies thrive. Paul, the COO of a consumer packaged goods company, manages the VP of finance bully I mentioned earlier. During coaching, Paul realized how he tolerates and even allows this unacceptable behavior. Here's what Paul learned when we coached together. He's enabling the bully because he lets inappropriate conduct occur in meetings. When Paul could stop the bully from constantly interrupting and preventing others from speaking, Paul must clarify what appropriate meeting etiquette specifically is and then ensure that it's honored. Paul also acts as a go-between when the bully refuses to interact with people he thinks are quote unquote stupid. When Paul could make it clear to both parties that they need to work things out on their own and together. Paul holds his anger in and compromises his integrity. When Paul could just deal with this issue directly, modeling leadership for his team, showing them a safe, respectful, collaborative work environment is required to be at this company. Paul also lets others vent to him about the bully, instead of creating an opportunity to let disgruntled parties communicate their grievances directly and interface with HR. So we all avoid uncomfortable human relations issues sometimes, but what is the cost? It's exorbitant as we daily give our power away, compromise our integrity, and inadvertently teach our team that bullying is actually acceptable. So let's, let's talk about the surprising truth about what bullies actually want. I've talked in the past about how we all crave safety, belonging, and mattering. And often one of these is exactly what the bully wants. 
he or she is just trying to get it, but in an ineffective and inappropriate way. Take a guess at what each of what the following bullies wants. Person X puts others down, makes them feel small, condescends, because inside they feel that they don't what? Person Y spreads fear, rumors, negative gossip, because inside they don't feel what? Person Z talks about inequality, unfairness, how others get special treatment because inside they don't what? The answers are mattering, safety, belonging. Once you uncover what a bully wants, you can start to give it to them to begin reducing what Seth Godin calls the tantrum cycle. We can also help them shift the bully from tension to empowerment and more on this topic in just a minute. So there's a three-step bully rehab plan that we find really works in our executive coaching. So number one, identify if there's bullying in your culture and figure out how you're enabling it, right? Like Paul, the COO, I just showed you a bunch of ways he was enabling bullying. Number two, and the enabling system. So the bully is generally playing the persecutor role, which creates the need for a rescuer to protect the victim. Then the train has left the proverbial station and we're zooming ahead on a ride to a place we don't wanna go. We want to shift from problem-focused to outcome-focused. We wanna quickly interrupt the pattern of persecutor, victim, rescuer and step out of the system by using an outcome frame. So ask the bully, what would you like the outcome they desire that they can create and maintain? Nobody else is going to change. This is what they would like that they can create. Number two, what will having that do for you? How will they feel and what benefits will they get when they have the outcome that they would like? Number three, how will you know when you have it? What proof or criteria will be present so they know that they got the outcome that they wanted. Number four, where, when, with whom do you want this? Timing, who else is involved, scope. Number five, what of value might you risk or lose to get this? So is it okay for them to have this outcome? What's the cost? And then number six, what are the next steps? So ask the question, what will having that do for you a few times? As often, this is where what they really want is going to be revealed. The outcome frame is a potent tool to get the person to focus on the outcome and not the problem. It helps them get unstuck. Then you can shift to an outcome-focused pattern where the victim, rescuer, persecutor have shifted to their positive alternatives. The third step in the bully rehab plan is to set up a new system with healthy boundaries and behaviors. And this new system has got to be rich in safety, belonging, and mattering, and shifting from tension to empowerment. So note that if the bully is above you on the org chart, you're going to need a mentor equal to or greater to the bully in stature to do the following. So our clients love our conflict resolution process. Bullies are not. So let's step through that 
and then see if you think this could work with the bully in your workplace uh, or life. So number one, set the stage. So explain why you're meeting and the outcome that you want, right? You want to form a collaborative turnaround plan. Step number two, state the observable behavior. This is where you describe specific behaviors that must change and examples. So the bully can step into these past scenarios. Step three, describe the impact. The damage that these behaviors are doing to others, the company, the bully themselves. They have to understand, if you will, kind of like the concentric circles of uh, damage that their behavior is creating. Sooner or later in one of those circles is gonna be someone they care about, then they'll have that little wake up moment. Number four, check for problem acknowledgement. Do they agree there's a problem? Do they understand that this problem needs to end? Step five, co-create a plan. Set a time period where you'll meet weekly, maybe you know, 15 minutes to track their progress on releasing the challenging behavior and make the plan very specific in terms of what you need to see and how you'll know they got the outcome that they wanted, right? Using the outcome frame above that I mentioned is gonna help because you'll have that third question, right? How will you know when you have it? If the turnaround doesn't occur, state clearly what the consequences will be, such as losing their job. Number six, check understanding. Is everything clear? Anything else we need to cover? Reiterate the desire for a positive resolution so the consequences can become irrelevant. And then step seven, build small agreements. So we're gonna launch the plan, commit to ending the conflict once and for all, be sure to track it frequently, make sure all concerns see the behavior change too, and I'm thrilled to report that the managing director and the software engineer as well now play well together, and the VP of finance is in the turnaround process with positive momentum. So try our bully turnaround plan and let me know how it goes. So in the show notes, we'll have the uh, safety blogging mattering infographic, a link to the tantrum cycle, and then uh, we'll have uh, some of our charts on tension to empowerment. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there, and please tell your friends.